How's it going, T? Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Um, yeah, perfect. I'm just making sure just because I have the... This is not my house, so I'm using like the internet on like high capacity. Anyway. Oh, no problem. Yeah. No, that's cool. So, uh, yeah, we're, I think tonight we're going to do... I don't know if anyone else is, is going to come on. but Probably not. Do, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's fine. They, they, they all have the link if, if they want it, but um, we're going to do a bit of a... I don't know how late we'll go, but we're going to do a bit of a live reaction to at least the early part of the draft. Um, yeah. So right now, the Detroit Pistons number one overall pick is in. It was already reported earlier that they're going to be taking Cade uh, Cunningham. Um, T, any any thoughts on this? Uh, you know, the people are saying, you know, Luka Doncic light, you know, so that's that's really cool. He's what, six, seven uh, point guard. He also can play the small forward position or a couple forward positions. So I'm excited to see what he is going to do. Um, I'm excited to see what he does for Detroit just because, like, um, you know, Detroit has been not that great for a while. Um, last time they were really good, like, actually at the top of their peak was, like, what, early 2000s all the way to about 2006 until Miami came and, you know, destroyed them. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the Celtics after that. Exactly, exactly. So that's the last time I mean, they're actually good. So definitely want to see actually, more rivalries. That- the Celtics were really the team that destroyed him because you guys, so you guys were the first team to not let them go to the finals. So you kind of, you know, did a little bit of it. But then the year after they lost to us, they traded Billups and their run was over. So, yeah. But yeah, that, that's all you're hearing there. So um, it's official. It's in, um, you know, my, my thought would be I, I did think there was some logic to a trade down. To, just to play a little bit of devil's advocate to, their, to what they're doing, because um, Evan Mobley and Jalen Green and other drafts might go number one, too. And, you know, I thought if, if they thought that one of them might have been comparable to Cade, you know, maybe you drop down to number two with the Rockets, you know, maybe you pick up one of those unprotected uh, Nets picks down the line, maybe you get your own pick back, stuff. Um I thought there could that could have worked for them as well, but Cade's the best player in the draft. It's really an easy move to just take him, and I think it's cool that he's going to Detroit because you know they're a team with a lot of history. Um, and you know it'll it'll be cool to see them maybe be good again at some point. You know maybe there can be a bit of a rivalry between Cade and someone like Tatum or someone like Bam or whoever. So um, yeah, I'm down. I'm good with it. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts before we? Because uh, I think. We kind of know what's going to happen with the first picks. Um, we think that Jalen Green is going to go number two. We yep. think that is going to go number three to Cleveland. Obviously, we'll probably have a shock reaction if something else doesn't happen, but it might be an opportunity for us to kind of get into a lot of the rumors and stuff that's going around. So, any other thoughts on Cade? Uh, that's like I said, just just waiting for him to see what he can do. You know, see if he's the the guy that everyone says that he is. Yeah. It'll, it'll be it'll be very interesting i think he's i think his game from what i've heard it's a little bit of a comp um a little bit of a combination between someone like luca and someone like tatum you know he kind of is that you know wing star wing kind of guy but he kind of does have some of the playmaking that luca has. so i don't know he's kind of a you know at the end of the day his profile is that he is someone who can really potentially be the dude who carries the team so yeah i like that 
Um, so uh, I think we have to start with uh, these Lakers rumors. Um, I, I have no idea what's still going on, you know? Yeah, so we have a bit of a source off going on, or we had a bit of a source off where Sham Sharania from The Athletic reported that um, kind of dunked on Woj a little bit because um, it seems like Shams is more in the right here. Um, he said that the Lakers are working on a trade for Russell Westbrook um, that would be uh, KCP, Kuzma, Harrell, and their first-round pick. But then earlier, Woods was like, well, they're going to trade two of those three players, and KCP was out of the deal, and they're going to trade it to Sacramento for Buddy Heald. And I was sitting here, when I heard the Heald thing, I was like, oh, no. I actually, that actually scares me. That actually could be a really good fit for the Lakers. Um, you know, resign Schroeder, you know, get better bargain centers, and, you know, that could be a really imposing team, obviously, with LeBron, but then you have this Westbrook thing, and as a Laker hater, I'm loving it. How is Westbrook going to fit with LeBron? Like, you know, on what planet do the T? Can you explain this to me? On what planet do those two players fit together? The the you know the funny thing about it is like I actually have, you know, differing arguments from what you. I think that that's that's actually you know a very good trade for them. And here's why. Like, okay, here's the negative. Obviously, spacing. Obviously, both people need to have the ball in their hand, especially because um, uh, Westbrook can't shoot. But he's also someone who's always just turbocharged, who can also get players involved as well, with that, which that means the second unit. Like, no matter what the second unit is going to be, they're going to be able to, like, really get that going so he'll probably be more of the second unit point guard than anything else uh he's so the great probably cutter stagger, exactly you know, exactly yeah, politically they'll have to start westbrook right but like maybe they stagger lebron with westbrook. exactly and you know especially now lebron's what reaching what 37 36 37 like they're probably yeah. going to sit him for small or larger parts of the time let him sit and then bring him back in fourth quarter so instead of him playing big minutes like 38 minutes they'll do like maybe 30 to 33 minutes a game as opposed to 38 minutes a game. Give him a little time. So then at the finals or playoffs, he's be able to do a lot more. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's I my mean, biggest thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there could be some logic. I will say this. I think a lot of it, if it's going to have any chance to work in my eyes, I think Anthony Davis is at least in the playoffs going to have to buy into being a full-time center. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to maximize spacing because that, that's really how it's worked for, for us at his previous two stops. Um, really both of those teams. Um, okay. So Rockets pick is in. Uh, let's see who they take. Yep. Rockets pick is in Jalen green. Number two, like you said. Yep. Jalen green. It is. So um, we'll talk about that. We can talk about that in a minute, but uh, yeah, just to finish, finish my thought, like, Obviously, the Rockets kind of went all in on small ball. The Wizards, um, kind, you know, they may not have as much, but like, I don't know. Like, we know that's how you maximize uh, Russell Westbrook. So, let me give you my theory on what's going on. I think there's a lot of talk going on right now. I think they're trying to put something together that we're not really going to know what it's going to be until the new league year starts, because I think the Lakers are 
and you we heard the report from Woods that like they're haggling over the draft compensation right now, right? So uh actually um Shams just confirmed right when you were talking that the Washington Wizards have agreed to trade Russell Westbrook 2024 second round, 2028 second round to the Los Angeles Lakers for Kyle Kuzma, KCP, Montrez Harrell, and the 22nd first round pick of this year. Oh, so first. they gave they gave it's, up second and the first. Okay, so no, that no, no, they they gave up two seconds. Yeah, so they gave up two seconds and the first. And then like uh What's the twenty-second uh, pick? Twenty-second pick. Exactly. So, okay, that is no. With no, no, no. Wizards gave up two second-round picks. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So the Wizards gave up the second round. Okay, so that was yeah. where the the divide came. Okay, because we knew they were haggling over the Lakers were going to, you know, wanted to give up two second-round picks. And my theory kind of was like, okay, they're going to work out something with Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Sign him to a big three-year deal, last two years non-guaranteed, because only the first year has to be guaranteed with a sign and trade. And Schroeder and like one of the other players was going to go to the Wizards for Russ, and that they were just going to get you know cap flexibility basically. And then the heel deal was still going to happen, and they're going to try to find a way to get both players because it, it kind of that would make sense, right? With how it was kind of both reported at the same time. I think unless they change how this deal works, I don't see how that happens now. So I would have liked it a little bit more if they were getting Buddy Heald too, because Buddy Heald is a, is a knockdown shooter. And I think he would would have fit great with LeBron. Um, Now I don't know how it's going to go. See, I kind of actually disagree. That's that's a funny thing. I disagree with that. Like, yes, he's a knockdown shooter, but KCP, at least in the finals uh, two years ago, he was also a knockdown shooter, and he was able to play def- defense. And Buddy I mean, Hill, he's, he's, he's not as good as shooters healed though. And Casey no, 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 no. But he also was be- a better two-way player as opposed to Buddy Hill, who's not actually a, a defensive player at all. You know, he's what six four, so he's still kind of undersized for the for the two. Um, and they still, at the end of the day, need a point guard. Like that's really what it was. Um, they were looking for a bunch of point guards, what they call playmaking point guards, and they got their the, honestly, honestly, the best or the top three playmaking point guards in the league. Yeah, I mean that's fair. We'll, look, look, they're going to have to add shooting. They're going to yeah, have to add shooting. On um, if they, you know, we'll see what kind of things they get. I'm sure there's going to be players that would want to go to that team um, that can shoot. But um, also, so I'm excited that uh, Kyle Lowry is now. In, not going to LA and DeMar Rosen probably won't be going to LA either because of the I, so I didn't think and we could talk about Lowry um coming up here but I think we're probably gonna disagree on, on Lowry and, and that's fine we'll we'll state our case but um Lowry was never I think in play for the Lakers because I don't um hang on Woods is talking. Yeah yeah he's he's talking about the trade. Yeah I mean, I'm love. I like. I love. Like, I, the thing is, I like Russell Westbrook. I've always liked Russell Westbrook. I'm a um, fan of his game. I just don't. I, I just do I think that he wants should be on LA. Yeah, because that's where he wants to be. But you know, I don't like LA. But I also like Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel too. I've yeah. always been a fan, but yeah, I don't. You know, the Lakers are obviously. We all know who my least favorite team in the NBA is, but the Lakers yeah. are definitely. Anyway, uh, so keep going. How Sorry. 
Washington do because I think this is going to have a lot of ripple effects for the Wizards. But well, we'll get into all that as the uh, you know as the night goes here. Um, okay, so any other thoughts on on Westbrook before we uh, move on nope. to? Um, I guess let's talk about the the, the pick here, so we stay on track. But yep. the, the number two pick. But any other thoughts? Nah, that's all. Okay, so any thoughts on? Jalen Green to the Rockets. I think it kind of makes sense. I, I've yeah. heard his game compared to, you know, it's kind of T-Mac-ish, which is like he's obviously a high flyer. He's an elite scorer. Um, oh, Cavs pick is in. Yep, Evan Mobley. Yep, Evan Mobley. So, yeah, that's a that's a great pick. So, we'll, we'll, we'll hit on these now. So, yep. um, I think Green, Green is a great uh, – Great pick for the Rockets, um, you know, and j- just you can kind of in the post-Harden area, like really carry their offense. And, you know, I think Green can do that. And as long as like John Wall's on the team, you know, and playing like, you know, obviously we all know like, you know, he's, you know, his contract and stuff is terrible. But um, and how the Wizards maneuvered out of that wall contract, basically to what they have now is just unbelievable. I don't know how that happened, but um Anyway, as a player on the court, Wall should be able to set up Green early in his career with, you know, some good scoring opportunities and stuff like that as a playmaker. And, you know, Christian Wood is, you know, they're kind of starting to come down there. Um, Kevin Porter Jr., you know. So, I like the pick. Any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, same, you know, like just adding more youth. They have, uh, what, KPJ, I think that's his name, Kevin Porter Jr., yeah. They have a couple of players. They got a bunch of draft picks from the net. You could definitely see them hopefully getting the team uh, uh, in the next couple of years to be a lot better, you know, kind of growing organically. And even if they can't grow organically, they also have a bunch of different picks, uh, even though the Nets picks aren't going to be that great. But there um, is always a possibility that it could break down. Juicy. The 2026 what? Nets pick is juicy because Kevin Durant's going to be like late 30s by then. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see though. Like I said, you, you never know what happens in the NBA. You can always get injuries. So they might not be good. Like, you know, all of them have like bad injury issues in the last couple of years. Uh, fucking Kyrie could retire tomorrow. Like, you never fucking know with them. Yeah, they're very injury prone. And, you know, the long term trajectory of that team is, is very questionable, you know, in, in my opinion. I know I'm kind of a doomer on them, but. It is what it is. Yeah, so, so I mean, that's cool. What What do you think of uh, Evan Mobley? So Evan Mobley, um, I, in, in my opinion, and, and this is just me talking out of my ass, of course, but I kind of think he, you could argue him as, you know, that he would go, you know, you could easily argue him as a top two player in this draft. You could argue him as, um, you know, a, no, a number one pick. Like last year, I think Evan Mobley. I think last year, all the all three of these guys are probably going number one, right? You yeah. know, Mobley is just like a perfect modern big man. Like, T, you know all about with with Bam out of bio on your team. You know all about like what a modern big man in the NBA is. Of course, of course. Um, well, Mobley is kind of like that. Like he can pass, he can shoot, he can switch out of the perimeter, and he can guard a point guard for you know a couple of dribbles. Like he really can do it all. Um, I don't know about his spit with uh, – I, I will say I do think, you know, if they're keeping, like, Colin Sexton and, and all those guys, I like his spit the best in Cleveland out of the top three prospects. But 
Um, I do think it's still with Jared Allen. I don't know how that'll work long term, but I feel like early in his career, it'll probably be okay. Um, uh, I, before you uh, finish, I'm sorry, uh, Woj Bomb and Shams Bomb. Uh, Indiana oh. is sending the number 54 and the number 60th pick and two future round seconds to Milwaukee for the number 31st pick. Okay, so two future seconds and, and two late fourth, seconds this year yep, for exactly. Milwaukee's 31st pick. Okay. Yep. That's that's wow. That's that's great for uh, Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that's my attitude, right? Like in the second round, I I think it, it's kind of just like like with our forty, we we our one pick tonight. T, I know you don't have a pick at all. Yeah, our pick is a uh, thirty is forty, not thirty, but forty fifth, right? Like I'm sitting here, like I'd rather trade it for a future second because that's gonna have way more trade. Um, so Toronto's pick is in. Um, I want to hit on this before we do anything else. Uh, do you expect Jalen Suggs here? Um, I so the Sham says otherwise. <laughs> uh, well, see, I'm not. I don't even want to like. You know, obviously, you know, you can say whatever you want on the podcast. I'm not even following like Shams of Woods right now because I don't. Yeah, want I, to I, I'm getting on that just for trades. That's usually what it is. But they also like tell you what's up too. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I don't mean to spoil it, but it's not happening. Um, they actually picked up uh, Scotty Brooks at the number fourth pick. So, so they're getting Scotty Barnes. Yeah, Scotty Barnes. My bad, not Scotty oh, wow. Brooks. That's fascinating. Yeah, what do you think? That's crazy. That's fascinating. So I, Scotty Barnes is good. I mean, he's a good defender. Like, he, he's a good passer. My one question now is, like, does this mean they might keep Kyle Lowry? Ooh. Ooh, that's that's a great question. That would be we'll so unfortunate. Lowry, how this impacts Kyle Lowry, you know, a little later, I think. But it's a fascinating I mean, they thing. might I like Barnes. And especially, you know, Scotty Barnes going to a good team like Toronto. Um hang on, you did not think that do, do you think that they would trade uh, OG Ananobi? Do you think that's what it might be? Or you think he would probably still stay or Pascal? Because they've been t- talking what about that. What if they're doing something with Simmons? Mm, they could. They could. If they be. want to trade OG Ananobi, like, it, it, like I, would, uh, I would be interested. I think a lot of people would be interested. That's he's a good player. Oh, so or they might Pascal. trade. Yeah, a good player. What's up? They might trade Pascal. They might trade OG for Simmons. They don't need uh, Jalen Suggs. That makes would perfect trade, sense. Would they trade Pascal for um, Wiggins seven to fourteen? Uh, I would. I would too. I would probably yeah. probably do that. Well, do does Siakam fit as like a Warrior small forward? Uh, I think. I mean, he's what six nine. I think he could play both positions. I think right. he's probably more comfortable at the you know. Small four, small ball four. Um, but I think running with that team, I think he should be fine in any position. Yeah, for sure. And they, they, they could also play small uh, with Draymond at the five, too. Um, it's a, yeah, it's an interesting, uh, and that's that would really kind of be a blow up. So, to, this Toronto situation, this, this is an unexpected development, and it's very fascinating. And then, like, okay, so we talk about how this impacts the fifth pick before we move. That, that's what I was going to say. It's Orlando's pick, but they picked up so many like guards in the last couple years. No, they just let me up tell who, you this. Yeah, Cole Anthony last year. I don't know why Jonathan Kaminga is getting so much hate. 
I mm. get it. He probably has a low floor, but the dude is a, a, a shot creating wing who can be like a star if he figures it all out. Yeah. Not like the, you know, just a great thing to add to your team. And if I'm Orlando, the thing that Orlando has been missing forever, ever since Dwight Howard left there, is they have not had an elite score on the wing. In fact, Dwight Howard was obviously wasn't a wing score either. It's just, I feel like that's a player they've never had. Yeah. I, I would go after I would go after Kaminga at five. And but, I, would, uh, I think OKC is going to take Kaminga at six. If I would pick Kaminga at five, and then I would go for something safer at number eight. I think Orlando's probably just going to do the you know best possible fit. But at the same time, what happens with Fultz? What happens with uh, Cole Anthony? Uh, they have a couple players who are guards. Like I don't know what they want to do, but I think they're going to definitely pick the the top guy. Yeah, so that would probably be slugs, and in that case, you're probably just looking at a. Because Jay, you said Kaminga's a forward, and that might, you know, yeah. step on the toes of uh, Jonathan Isaacs. What I think Kaminga and Isaac could play together. Maybe. I mean, you play him, you know, I think Kaminga can be more of a forward. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, so what do you think? Gonna, what do you think they're going to pick? I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Suggs. Suggs is the yeah, safe bet. Yeah, it's got I agree. Um, so I guess with Toronto now, this is this gets fascinating. I mean, so what do you think they're gonna do? There's so many possibilities with that team, and and Kyle Lowry. Uh, uh, no, I don't know what I was gonna pick. Do Kyle Lowry? Yeah, so okay. I know you probably are gonna say Miami for him. I'm gonna. I think he's going to the Pelicans. Okay. I think he's going to the, I think the Pelicans move to clear the cap space is a major sign. They think they're getting him. And you know all sorts of tampering is going on and all that kind of stuff. I think the Pelicans are are they're literally it's pretty blatant what they're doing. They're literally out here trying to copy the Suns. Like they're literally doing trying to do exactly what the Suns did last year. Like, hey, we've got these two young cornerstones. Oh, let's bring a veteran point guard to kind of tie everything together. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even be surprised. I, I've heard if 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 they aggregate, so if they wait to do this trade and then make it a sign and trade for Lowry as well, Lowry can still make like up to thirty million dollars. Yeah, and the Pelicans could like keep their mid level exception and keep like Josh Hart's bird rights and stuff like that. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that too. Can add a little bit more depth. I think I think he's going to go there, and I think it's going to be a pretty good team, but. Toronto situation. Toronto could he, I think Toronto could keep Lowry now. He's they kept him at the deadline. He is a, you know, obviously a player who means a lot to their franchise. Won a title there. I could see them wanting to keep Kyle Lowry now. Adding Scotty Barnes. You know, he's going to be a really good defender right away. Maybe they keep Lowry and try to win next year. Um, I I think you know, like I'm I I don't know. How, I don't know if he's going to Miami anymore um, just because they're saying that he's trying to get $30 million for three years. That's a $90 million deal. Like I myself wouldn't want that. And I hope that, you know, him being 38, like I'm not going to give him, I'm not giving him $30 million at 38. Like that doesn't even yeah. make any and sense. And the Pelicans can do that. And I think they're prepared to do that. Yeah, that's fine. So let them take him and then we can go like the. Oh, we agree then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can go uh, Alonzo Ball, 
hopefully not Spencer Dinwiddie, Colin Sexton, someone else. I think else. you guys are in play for Lonzo. I know everybody's saying Lonzo's going to the Bulls, but I think you guys are in play for him. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's all season is has great for you guys, but, yeah. I, you know, if Tyler Hero uh, being real sucky. <laughs> I thought, I thought we were going to, like, dominate this. You know, we're like, oh, Bill's coming. Nope, that's not probably going to happen. They're like, oh, you know, we have a chance. We'll get it to Leonard, that's not happening. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I could see I could see you guys getting CJ McCollum if um, if Lillard moves later in the offseason. Because mm-hmm. it's not going to make sense for the Blazers to keep both, right? You know, to keep one if they trade the other, right? So, um I could see you guys getting McCollum because um, I think he cost a lot less. His contract's not great. Like if they are, they've already traded Dame. Like McCollum probably costs you know a pick and a young player and matching salary, and that's that. Uh, the pick is in Jalen Suggs to Orlando. All right, so okay. I don't like that <laughs> because oh, now yeah. we're we're going to have player. to go against him in Miami. Yeah, I, I I get why they did this pick again. I, and who knows, like, there's a there's a world here. I've heard a lot of James Booknight buzz at number six. Um, you know, then you have the Warriors who are trying to win now. Like, there's a world where Kaminga gets to number eight. So, mm-hmm. obviously, if, if they get Kaminga at number eight, I'm going to look at this and be like, oh, they played their card. It's kind of like in, in football how, you know, we kind of just – you know, made our bet, sat there, and, and Mac Jones thought us at number 15. You know, if you're Orlando and, and you calculate that coming is going to be their number eight, great, right? But, you know, it, it, is a, it is a gamble. So we'll see what happens. I do think Kaminga is going to go to Oklahoma City. Um, is that what you expect? Uh, yeah, I think so, too. Okay. It makes perfect so sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because they're, they're a team that they're, they're really trying to um, – let, let me... So, obviously, uh, you know – Kaminga taking his lumps early in his career before he yeah. developed is not going to be a bad thing. For him. So, let me um, ask you uh, a hypothetical, a trade hypothetical. Um, okay. Spencer Dimwitty goes to uh, uh, the Wizards, you know, for maybe Kuzma and um, um, what's his name, a uh, Harrell. So then they have a big three of Bill Hachimura and Dimwitty. Do you think? that makes a big deal in the playoffs or do you think that makes a, or do you think, you know, they're still not able to reach the playoffs or maybe play in tournament or first round, second round. (laughs) Okay. And I don't, I don't know that. I know that was reported by that guy that it's happening, but um, I, I was on public credit the other day and they kind of were trashing that guy as unreliable. So would you rather, would you rather keep him? Would you rather keep Kyle Kuzma? Or would you try to send him away for Spencer Dinwiddie? I mean, I don't really know. Like, the thing for me is, is I don't think this Wizards situation, obviously they're going to find a point guard somewhere, I guess, but it's just a Uh really weird thing because I know Bradley Beal has kind of indicated he's staying put for now, but I really don't think that's going to be the case long term. I think – by the 2022-2023 season, I don't think Bradley Beal will be there. I would be very surprised. So you're saying that he's going to stay this year at least? I think he might stay into the beginning of this year, but I don't think he's going to sign his next contract with the Wizards. Hmm. 
I mean, I mean, what you know? Obviously, he's loyal, and I, I really respect his loyalty. You know, I wish more players were like that. But at the same time, if he's showing signs that he might want out, um, and the the Wizards like look, the Westbrook trade for the Wizards is an unbelievable trade to get yeah. out of that contract. Kuzma is is a useful player. He's not that good, but you know, Harold's an expiring. Um, KCP is you know again a useful player i don't know if the contract's great but you get picks out of it it's a good it's a great deal for washington but i don't think it makes it doesn't make them better it makes them worse yeah now it's back to bradley beal having to carry that team basically by himself and wait who, yeah. who knows what the point guard's gonna be um i mean I'll tell you, i would not do that deal if i'm washington just because i'm not freaking sending players to brooklyn screw them yeah. Why am I sending players there? They're in a spot with Dinwiddie. Let them lose them. You think there's a point guard that might be able to help? Um, I mean, they could... Uh, you know what? I would... Hmm. Um, it's hard to say. We know there's a there has to be another shooter up there. I mean, there's they could pick up somebody on the mid level. They could, um, they they could. Uh, do they have the exp- a big expiring contract that could go for Rubio? Because I don't think Rubio is necessarily long for Cleveland. I think Cleveland just wanted the second round pick. Makes um, sense. I'll tell you, I would trade. I would trade Tristan Thompson and Carson Edwards and Jabari Parker's non guaranteed for Rubio. I would do that. For the Celtics, um, it costs us more money, but Rubio could help our backcourt rotation. It'd be a you know low cost asset wise. I would do that, but um, I just I don't think I I don't see how because you look at the East and you have the you have the Celtics, Bucks, Heat, Sixers, Nets, Hawks. I think the Raptors could be good, and you have the Pacers. Who could be good? You have the Bulls who are trying to win now. You have the Knicks who were the four seed last year. You have, um, am I forgetting anyone? Um, like there's so many good teams. I don't think the Wizards are in the top eight next year. I don't see any way that happens. Um, yeah. So is Bradley Beal going to be eager to stay with that team? Like. <sighs> Yeah, and, you know, and I, I don't know. I just don't understand, you know, everyone's like, oh, he's going to leave. He's going to leave. He's thinking about it. Like, like just say you're going to leave. Like, I understand that you don't want to be the bad guy, but come on, man. I'll, I'll tell you what I think is going on, and you're going to roll your eyes. All the listeners are going to roll your eyes, but I don't really care. This this is my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Um, look, this is all coming out right after Beal spent a bunch of time with his childhood best friend, Jason Tatum with Team USA, right? I roll. <laughs> I think Beal is waiting till after the draft because he wants to force his way to Boston. Interesting. He knows oh. he, and I think he knows. Again, pick us in. Okay, pick us in. Let's, and then we can get back to our Beal conversation. Yeah, definitely. After we analyze all that, I mean, Josh okay. Giddy. That's the Australian kid. Oh, oh, I wow. like. Wow. I was going to say, one, I don't want to trade Marcus Smart, mm-hmm. but the rare – okay, he's going to announce it. 
That is fascinating. Yeah. So I was going to say, I like I like that guy because I was going to say, so I don't want to show you Marcus Smart, but I was like, the one deal I might consider, and especially if we think we're going to deal, is I would trade Smart to the Warriors for Looney's expiring and number seven. And then they'd sign number seven. You know, they'd have to sign the picks and wait until 30 days and all that stuff to make it work. But, um, and then I was going to say, well, maybe we can maneuver them for Giddy. I think he, Giddy, Giddy is very interesting. He is a really good playmaker. He's six eight. So, like, if you're playing him at point, you could switch like crazy on defense. I don't know if he has the foot speed necessarily that you want at point. Maybe he plays more of a point forward. Um, but he's a really good playmaker, and his offense ever comes along. He can be a really good player. So this is a fascinating pick, and you know, you know that Sam Presti is a really good draft. So. I, I would trust Sam Presti here. I think this is a really good pick. I know it's not Josh projected, and it's not Kaminga, who I would have probably taken, but it's a really good pick at the same time. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, you know, Shea, uh, Shea Gilgis is, you know, he could be a point guard, but he's, he's more of a two than anything else. So you can have him as it. You know, I was just listening in. They said that he's probably one of the smartest people when it comes to IQ. So he has a lot of uh, passing ability, passing creation, uh, for you to be 17 year old trying to go to the pros, that means that you have you know some type of talent. Um, in the league last year, it, because he was in Australia, he didn't you know do well shooting wise when it comes to the three. I think it was like 29, percent but he was also 50 percent from the field. So you know he could definitely do something. Uh, and he's also six eight, so that could probably help out with his length and his defense. Um, so I think you know that's a great pick. Again, just kind of building for the future. Um, if if they had uh, Kaminga or if they had him, it didn't really doesn't really matter. Like, but I think you know, getting somebody that that's going to actually be able to help the rest of the team is going to be perfect. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and the thing is, you were talking about Shea, right? So I mean, what you can do is you put Shea at the one, you put Dort at the two, you put Giddy at the three, but you put the ball in Giddy's hands, and then you know, defensively, you don't have like a small guard that's like a liability. So. Uh, you know, I, I I like it. I think I think it's gonna it's gonna be interesting for them. They're gonna be bad next year, but um, you know, they have definitely are, are starting to stockpile some talent there. And we know that they've got so many draft picks that you know, eventually they're gonna just overwhelm. I thought they could have moved up into the top three, eventually, because they have so much stuff. The Clippers pick next year now looks like it might be a late lottery pick. Like yeah, the Clippers pick that's far off. You have. Sixers picked and Heat picked and Suns picked and just Rockets picks and it's crazy. So, um, but yeah. So anyway, on on Beal, I this is very different from the and this is something I think a lot of people are missing with Beal. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to send Beal to like the team that has the best offer or or whatever, and that's great. And maybe that's how it plays out. It feels agreeable, but this is not the Damian Lillard situation. Damian Lillard has three years and a player option on his contract. Yep. He is very the, – the, the leverage on that is very team-based. The, the, the Blazers can tell him, like, we're not trading you right now if we don't want to. Now, he's not going to be happy, and it's not like we go well. But you could do that. You can send him kind of wherever you want to send him. Like, all that stuff team-based. Beal, Beal can go tell all the teams, like, hey, I'm, I want to sign here, Nate. 
this is where I want to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, you know, you can trade all this stuff for me, but in a year, I'm going to go walk wherever I want to go to. And maybe, maybe there, there are other places you would want to go. And it's very possible. I could be, I could be you know, drinking the Kool-Aid right now and could be completely wrong. But just, we know how a lot of these star team ups start, right? And it's friendships. And we know there is a very, you know, a very deep bond between Beal and Tatum. So, and, and we have a path. It's not pretty, but we have a path toward max space next year. You know, at, you know, you salary dump Horford's $14 million guarantee with a pick on someone you let, you know, you don't extend Marcus Smart so you can let them go if you have to. You sign Fournier to a one-year deal this year. You know, maybe overpay him for a year, and then he could walk. Like, it's not pretty, but you could get there. And we could always do what you guys did with Jimmy Butler. You got you guys. He said he was out. He said, you know, hey, I want to go to Miami. If you work with them, you can get something back. Sign and trade. You that's in play too. And then we could maybe keep someone else. So. There's a lot of stuff that's in play, but if Beal wants to maneuver his way to play with Jason Tatum, Beal is going to be playing with Jason Tatum by the 2022-23 season. That's happening if he wants it. So, and it's not like the Celtics have nothing. They don't have that elite asset that like they used to, but they have all of their draft picks. And, you know, there aren't a lot of good teams that can say that. They have five, you know, players on rookie scale contracts on the roster with varying degrees of talent. You know, Marcus Smart, you know, is an expiring contract. At the very least, he could bring you another pick. So it's not like there, there's the cupboard's empty. It's not like the Wizards would get nothing. They would get a lot of stuff that would be useful to a rebuild if they go down that road. So that's kind of my spiel. I think I'll say there's a 75% chance deals in Boston by 2020. Right, let's see. Tell me why I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to fight it. I'll pick us in. Okay. Who do you think this is going to be? Probably Kaminga. You think it's yep. going to be Kaminga? And gonna... it's Kaminga. <laughs> oh, interesting. I was going to say Fran Wagner. Because <laughs> um, I just thought, you know, maybe Kaminga would be too wrong. But we'll react in a second. We're about to announce the pick. I mean, he's going to be like another, you know, Draymond or something, or Luau Deng, something like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Kaminga the player a lot. I don't like this fit for him, though. Yeah. Um, because the Warriors are trying to win. He's raw. I think he needed to go to a team that um, that was, uh, you know, trying, you know, like Oklahoma City. Um, this is uh, – But they also do need defense, though, which they do not have. Yeah, but I mean, Kaminga is more of like a raw, like scoring shot creator, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was my impression. I, I mean, think we'll, I think he could be a great three and D player. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Like, I think you know, I certainly think he'll play as a rookie, like off the bench or something. But you know, we'll 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 see how it goes. I I, I think he's a little bit raw for what Golden State needs to play. But look. If I'm Golden State, I'm saying I don't like this fit for Kaminga himself because mm-hmm. I don't know that he's, he's not going to get I think Kaminga would be better going to a team that would let him put up a bunch of shots to kind of figure it out on the fly, whereas in Golden State, he's not going to be able to do that. Um, he's going to have to come in and play a role right away. And I don't know how that's going to go. 
Um, they're, they're comparing him to Jalen Brown. Yeah, I mean, so he's nice, obviously. Because Jalen Brown's nice, but um and we'll see, you know. Jalen Brown played like not that many minutes a game his first year, and look at him now. I mean, the yeah. guy's, you know, an amazing player. So uh and and look, the Warriors did the right thing by picking him because for them, he's also gonna have the best trade value out of you know whoever they um I think mean, you know you could really see someone taking a chance on that. So I, I like the pick. I don't like the fit. Whatever. We'll see. Um any other thoughts um before I give you my Orlando projection. I, I think I know well actually crap I don't know. Who do you think? I was gonna say Book Knight but they just took a guard because Book yeah. Knight is the best player available. So I'm gonna I think guess they probably Wagner. go Wagner then. I'm gonna guess Wagner, yeah. Yeah, same. Bookmate could slip. Yeah, it looks like he is. Because why would the Kings take a guard? Hmm. Right? I mean, why would the Kings take a guard? They have yeah. you know, Heald's not getting traded yet. And they have Halliburton and uh, Fox. So that means Book Knight could be available for um Memphis at number ten. That's fascinating. Um, who do you think Orlando? So you agree with me on Bogner? Yeah, I, I think I agree with you with that. Okay. I mean, I, you know, the, this draft isn't too bad. You know, it's been a bunch of good players. You know, it starts to get really wonky, and I don't know how far. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to do the second round. That's <laughs> I think fine. I'm probably going to try to stick with the first. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and it would. Well, I think we. If it, if it's anything crazy or big, we could probably like discuss it in another. Uh, pod or something like that. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch the second round just because I want to see what we do, but yeah. yeah. It's not going to be exciting. Uh, you got, you keep talking. Let me just, I need to turn down, uh, turn up the thermostat right quick, so I'll be back in like two minutes. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, I mean, my thought on like, again, we, you know, with Beal, it's like stars, you know, stars want to play with their friends a lot of the time, and, and I think that's going to end up being the case here, and um, you know, I would expect something to happen. We'll see how fast it happens. It might not happen for a while, but, you know, I think that's where this is headed. Um, and so, yeah, we'll see. I think that's kind of my my thoughts on, on that. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the Dinwiddie thing, I don't know. I could see it happening, but I don't know. I don't know. Okay, Orlando's pick is in. So let's see who they got. I'm going to say Wagner. Uh, yep, Orlando selects Franz Wagner, number eight. Um, three and D wing, good pick. Um, so Orlando adds a guard, you know, that can really defend, and now they add a guy who can shoot and defend. So, you know, they're having a I don't know if they drafted, like, again, they're still, you know, Orlando doesn't have that score, right? You know, they don't have that alpha score, and that's really the player they've been missing for a decade. But I think they added two good players, and then who knows, maybe next year, you know, they get that lottery luck and are able to go get that guy. All right. Uh, did you already talk about the pick is in? 
Yeah, so it's 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 Wagner. Do you have any thoughts, Steve? Uh, I mean, they they have to do something. So I think that that's probably going to be the best bet. I think I was talking about you know they already just got Jalen uh, Suggs. They got um, what is his name? Oh, uh, Wagner. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm talking about guards. They got oh. Cole Anthony last year. Uh, they got Markel Fultz. Oh, yeah, um, they got So they got a bunch of people. So I think they needed to get a forward anyway. And I think they have, like, they just picked somebody up. They just traded somebody last year. Um, they traded a bunch of guys. They traded um, Aaron Gordon. They traded Vucevic. They, but they, they got somebody from uh, uh, the Bulls, the center from the Bulls. What's his name again? Oh, uh, Wendell Carter. Yeah, yeah he's, Wendell he's Carter. part of the two. And, and yeah. that's going to be a thing, too, is Wendell Carter and, and Mo Bamba. Carter's probably the favorite, but they're going to be duking it out to be the long-term center. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so I'm excited. What do you think the Sacramento Sacramento's going to do? This one is also um, interesting because I think Sacramento wanted Wagner badly. Um I think Sacramento goes with – oh, we'll just about to come on. Oh, he's talking about the deal that fell through? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think Marvin Bagley Jr. is not going to be there this – they probably try to trade him, so yeah, they probably might get a forward. I was gonna say I could see uh, Sengun going here, mm-hmm. the center from Turkey. Yeah, I, I I think that's a that's a good idea. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean Book Knight is definitely the best player available, um, but you know, how tall is uh, Franz Wagner? Do you know how tall he is? I don't know how tall he is, but I know he's like kind of a kind of wing size. Okay. Um, so yeah, well, do you agree with me on Shingun, or do you think they're going to go uh, another direction? Yeah, they definitely should get uh, Singun. If not him, then uh, Kispert. I was going to say Kispert too. Actually, that's yeah. a good. The other three: what Davion Mitchell, Keon Johnson, and Bo- Book Knight. They're all like they don't need to be on that team. Yeah, I was going to say, especially if they think about trading healed, right? Adding uh, Kispert would make some sense. Exactly. I I could see that as well. That's a good idea. Um, All right, so what else rumor-wise do we we miss? This This is getting good, folks. We talked about Westbrook. We talked about um, the Wizards. Talk about Lowry. Talk about Lowry. Oh, you mentioned DeRozan. Mm-hmm. I can see DeRozan in Miami. Would you be down with that? Um, I don't well, know if Butler is the thing because neither one of them are, you know. Yeah, yeah. See, the, the thing is, you know, I think do we need shooting? Yes. But at the same time, we also need somebody who can score. And he is definitely a walking bucket. No matter where you get it from, he can get you. 24 to 25 points a game um, from anywhere that's not the three-point line. 
So I think I, I'll take him, but it just can't be like anything like 27 million or some ridiculous number like he had last year. But that's just ridiculous. So yeah, definitely I mean, I think DeRozan is going to get less than people think. In fact, I thought there was a possibility, and there still could be a possibility, but I definitely don't think because the Lakers need shooting, right? So I thought there was a chance that DeRozan would take the Lakers in the bubble and just say, hey, I want to go chase a championship because it's like, I don't know who is going to pay him, right? There, mm-hmm. There's just aren't the teams because it's like, you know, does he fit in Dallas? Eh, I don't know. Does he fit in? You know, he could resign with the Spurs, I guess. They have a lot of cap room. In the Knicks, does he really fit there? Uh, I'm kind of lukewarm on all these fits, right? So, um, you know, maybe you, Miami could get him for like $20 million. Uh, Do I want him from $20 million? Mm. I don't think $20 is bad. You know, that that's well below max. Maybe. Oh, hold on. Pick is in. I don't know how far you are. Yeah, pick is in. I see it. I'm a, I'm like a little behind you. I'm like a couple seconds. Okay, I'll wait till you do it then. Right. Ooh, what? All right, I'm guessing the Kings did a very Kings-like thing. <laughs> we know that is an, uh, a troubled franchise. Wow. Um. Okay, the Kings are out here doing Kings things. Um, I like Mitchell though. Yeah, another D Mitch. Hopefully, he's not Spider Mitch too. He's won three a defensive player of the year. He shot forty five percent from the field last year or from the three last year. Is Davion related to Donovan? Uh, I don't think so. But I'd be cool if it was. I was going to say like. Okay. I like Mitchell as a player. He's a winner. He looks like he's short, though, no? 6-1 and a quarter. Well, so that's the problem. And I was just going to say, I like the player. I hate the fit. Yeah. What? Like, what? Like, are you are you trying to trade De'Aaron Fox? That, that's my question now. This looks like it. Like, are they trying to trade De'Aaron Fox? Are they trying to pull off, like, De'Aaron Fox for Ben Simmons? Would, Which would make a certain member of our group chat very, very excited. Yeah. I mean, I'll, hey, I'm, I usually hate on the 76ers, but I think that would be a good trade for them. Oh, it would be an amazing trade for the Sixers. It would be stupid for the Kings. Yeah. But, I mean, now is it stupid if they have Davion Mitchell. Yeah, but, but, but like, you know, the Kings probably honestly wouldn't care if, if Ben Simmons, like, passes on layups in the playoffs because yeah. they're happy to be in the playoffs, right? So. I guess you can see the logic in that. <laughs> they um, like they both have the same number. Yeah, it's a uh, like Mitchell will be good off their bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say that if they bring him off, it, like again, that they're. I guess their logic is that we want to win now, so we're just going to take an older guy who can contribute right away off our bench. I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he is also 22, almost 23. Yeah, he's he's NBA ready, and he can play. He can defend. He can, you know. They say he's a relentless uh, driver. Yeah, I mean, so he clearly fits is like a backup to De'Aaron Fox, right? But, like, are you really looking to use a lottery pick on a backup to your franchise player? Yeah. 
Um, and Especially then you with Halliburton. Flat healed. Like, this is very weird. We'll have to see what else they do. Obviously, if there's like another move, you know, that's great. Um, mm-hmm. Again, at this point, I would, if I'm the Kings, I would call, um, I would call Ben Simmons for the year and Fox into the league right now if I were the Kings. And this that's just, uh, you know, I'll have to talk about it to Evan later in the chat. But that's, yeah. That's so, okay, so now it's the Memphis pick, but it's actually New Orleans, right? Yeah. So this is going to be one of those, you know, funky things because the trade is not going to be finalized. Um, Obviously, we haven't talked about it because we haven't recorded a pod in a while. So let me just catch listeners on this trade. Um, they're sh- actually perfect time. They're showing it on the TV. So uh, the Grizzlies get Steve Adams' contract, Eric Bledsoe's contract, 10, 40, and the Lakers pick next year. Pelicans get Jonas Valanciunas, 17, and 51. Um, you know, so obviously we talk about this trade in a second, but um, the, Grizz- the Grizzlies, it's going to happen after the year, but the Grizzlies. Um, the Pelicans are going to be picking for them, and then they're going to be picking for the Pelicans. So, um, yeah, hang on. Yeah, it looks like the, the pick is in. So who do you think they're going to pick here? That I don't know. We're starting to go into a land that I don't know too much about. I mean, I think Book Knight slipped a little too far. I'm going to go with him. Who is that? They did something weird? No, I just don't know who it is. What, Book Knight? No, it's not Book Knight. Oh. Hmm. Said played in Sierra Canyon with Brody James and Wade Wade's son. Um. So. Why did the Grizzlies insist on trading up now? Because I think they could have gotten that guy a lot later. Yeah. That that because I, I it was a trade I liked for both teams, right? The you know Pelicans clear a lot of cap space, clear clear up a lot of mistakes. They still have a lot of the future picks and stuff. They can go get Kyle Lowry or keep Alonzo Ball or whatever they want. They had the flexibility, and I had thought for a while that you know. Them salary dumping Eric Bledsoe was in play just so that they could afford to keep, you know, their, their guys and to pay a point. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know why the Grizzlies wanted a trip, wanted a uh, unless, unless. So the thing yeah. I heard about the Grizzlies is that they really wanted Josh Giddy. Mm-hmm. So they might have seen Oklahoma City take Giddy number six and be like, you know, kind of throw them into panic mode. Yeah. I will say this for the Grizzlies. They're definitely a team because, you know, we're just kind of talking out of our asses here, right? Like, it's not like, you know, the thing about, you know, so I look at a team like the Grizzlies, right? And it's like, 
they drafted really well the last couple of years. Um, I mean, they stole Desmond Bain and like Xavier Tillman last year, and you know they they hit on Brandon Clark, and it's like they drafted really well. So it's like it's hard to kind of you know what I'm saying. It's hard to kind of look at what they're doing and be like you know, oh yeah, it's it's a kind of a what do I know situation. But it definitely is kind of confusing on the surface. Man, well, let's see what his number is on 2K. <laughs> it's overall. Yeah. And again, Book Knight starting to, to really slide here. Um, I mean, this might be the chance uh, Charlotte's next, so they might be able to get him. They need backup, a backup point guard, because I'm sure they're probably going to start trading. Uh, um, they're going to probably start trading Cherry Rozier. You think they're going to trade Rozier? Or Devontae Graham, they have to now. I mean, bro, if they want to trade us back Rozier, or we'll give them Tristan Thompson. They need a center. We'll give them whatever else. I would love Rozier back. Um, He had a great year last year, too. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends, right? Because one of the things that you have to look at in the draft is sometimes the best thing that you can do is just take the best. There's one that's like head and shoulders above everyone else, and then figure yeah. out your roster to accentuate that draft instead of like oh, draft doing the draft pick to you know to fit your roster. It's like you know you really want to do the reverse, especially at the top of the draft. And this could be one of those cases for the Grizzlies where you see Book Knight there. I mean, what am I saying? The Hornets. You see Book Knight here, and you say, okay, he's the best player available. We're going to draft him, and then we're going to start chopping Rozier. Maybe we sign and trade Devontae Graham. Obviously, you're not doing anything with Lamelo Ball. But, uh, yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll kind of see. Um, so the other possibility here for Charlotte would be a big man. Both of the ones that have been mentioned, because that's obviously their roster need, right? Is they, they don't really have a starting or backup center, I don't think. Or wait, no, they traded um this is a minor trade that happened earlier. They traded fifty seven um for Mason Plumley and thirty seven, I think. So they got him. So but they could still use more help and um yeah, I think it's kind of sad. If they're looking to do that kind of deal, it's kind of sad we couldn't trade Tristan Thompson in 45 into their space, but whatever. Because um, I kind of want him gone. But, yeah, whatever. I guess we're saving him for a bigger deal. So I could see, like, a Kai Jones, uh, maybe Shengun here. I think Shengun is going to go to the start. Do you guys have a, a pick this year? Uh, we so we traded 16 to Oklahoma City um, in the mm-hmm. Walker Horford deal, and we have our second round. We're one of five teams. There's only five teams that own their original second round pick. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. We're we're one of them. So, um, and I would like to trade it for a future second because I feel like that has more trade value. And I don't really want another young player. I'd rather, you know, we have our we have our, enough young players. Let's add, you know, some veterans to the bench too. There, Charlotte has about 22 seconds like left. Carson Edwards, who's on a guaranteed contract, and you know, I don't really know if he's going anywhere. So, you know, we've got you know, let's not add another. 
Um, I think actually, uh, I actually would have to leave after the 14th pick. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. I so, forgot how long the the draft is, <laughs> and I actually got to get some fine. stuff. No, no problem. We can always do something like later. You know. Yeah. You know, because because free agency is coming up in a couple of days, right? So I to- I'm so excited about free agency. Are you? Um. Yeah, I'm interested to see see what happens. Obviously, yeah. there's no like stars available, and it's kind of a not a lot of teams with cap spaces. Not a great free agency class, but um, I'm definitely fascinated to see what, what we do because, um, you know, we, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, obviously a lot of it hinges on can we trade Tristan Thompson, you know, expiring for a maybe similar caliber player that's like an expiring contract guard or wing, right? I'm kind of watching that. You see any b- big trades coming out tonight? Any other big trades? So you think like this, uh, Ben Simmons or something? I think the Sixers are waiting on Ben Simmons until they exhaust the Damian Lillard possibility. And mm-hmm. I think they're the favorites for Dame. We didn't talk about Dame at all. So oh, yeah, we didn't talk about Dame. Because that's another one, right? I think the, the Sixers want to send Simmons and a bunch of stuff for Dame. They want Dame. Will the Blazers trade Dame? I don't know. Um, depends how hard he pushes it after the Olympics, but um, I think that's the Sixers' plan, and so I think they're going to keep Simmons until they exhaust that, and that could backfire because it might mean Simmons starts the season, um, which would be a disaster. But I will say the Simmons for Fox possibility is interesting after tonight. Um, so we'll Simmons see. for Fox, yeah. We'll see what that happens. We'll I just saw that. something online. Would you would you want uh trade uh Thompson for um Delon Wright? Would you take that? Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah, that's true. Because T, you just brought up an unbelievable point. Good, good job. With it. Okay, so the Hornets are picking. Let's see that. Oop, there it is. That means someone's going. There you go. That's a great pick. Yeah, that's a really good pick in this one. So good for uh, good for Charlotte. Um, yeah, I definitely think this lottery has opened up two intriguing trade possibilities. Right, I think Tristan Thompson plus some stuff for Rozier is interesting, and I think uh, and, I, and I love Scary Terry, so I would absolutely love to have him back. Hey, I just realized we could reconstruct the 2018 Conference Finals team. Let's go. Oh, I'm so down. That's the move. That's, <laughs> let's do that. I love that. Thing. Let's, there you let's, go. Horford's back. Uh, we get Scary Terry back. We get we got Smart. We got some young guys. Let's, let's go. Banner 18. Let's get it. All right. Um, But DeLon, right, that's a very good call on your part, D, because mm-hmm. – um, Obviously, if they don't do anything big with their guard situation, you figure a guy like DeLon Wright's not going to have playing time in there now, right? Yeah. So, and and they don't have a center because, you know, they might not be up to favorites on home. So Thompson for Wright makes all the sense in the world. It really does. So those are two possibilities I would look at with, with the Celtics. I think if the Celtics decide to use their mid-level exception, I think Rudy Gay is a very distinct possibility um, because of familiarity with our new coach, Ime Um 
obviously, if we go the point guard route, we can go for someone like Patty Mills or someone like that. But um, I think Rudy Gay would probably be the favorite to get our mid-level. I think we might look at Otto, someone like Otto, who is like a potential buy low add on the wing. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe more upside than Rudy, you know, more downside at the same time. So, um, but our possibilities, unless we do go for Beal, which I don't think, you know, I don't, I'm going to lean towards that happens at the deadline or next offseason at this point, but we'll see. I, I, I'm feeling that there's going to be a big trade that comes out. I'm hoping. Okay. So what do you think then is going to happen? Um, I don't, I don't think that it's going to be a Ben Simmons, but I think there's going to be some, well, it might not be that big. It might be something that trickles down so that someone else can get a, like a big player once the free agency uh, starts. So, so like a contract. I'm sorry. So like a, a salary cap, like maneuvering contract. Exactly. Contract. Exactly. Okay. So kind of like what Memphis and New Orleans did. I can see yeah. that. But, but again, I'm hoping for bigger, but you know, you never know. Like, I feel like now it's starting to kind of like die down a bit. This is what 12th pick. There were some big plays, but you know, I don't, once it started going past the 14th then like maybe 17th pick, that's when, you know, they don't really do a lot of big trades. They're just like trying to get into the second round or something like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I could see one thing I would watch, you know, is I think, you could see some teams, you know, look to maneuver around the draft, right? Like, yeah, I think Brooklyn now has two picks in like the bottom five of the first round. So um, I could see them trying to package those to move up. I could see the Knicks trying to package their two picks to move up a little bit. Um, stuff like that. You could see teams, you know, maybe moving up or down a couple of spots, second round picks. Like it's going to be more of that sort of thing. Um, just small maneuvering. Um but you're going to see some stuff probably headed into free agency now, you know, given, you know, some things, you know, other teams are going to have to figure some stuff out with their rosters, which will be very, very interesting. But I agree. I don't know that anything big is going to happen um, mm-hmm. tonight, just because I, I don't know. I don't think we're ready on Simmons. I don't think we're ready on Beal. I don't think we're ready on Dame. Shigel does Alexander was going to be if the Thunder could move up into the top three. I don't think he's available. Um, and we didn't really see much maneuvering at the top of the draft. So that really means all the, I mean, were there any other blockbuster possibilities you thought of? Um, Let's see. I just got to, oh, let me look at the team right quick. Do you think, do you agree with me that Shengun is going at 12? Uh, you said Shea Gillard just is gone? No, I said, do you agree with me with, that uh, Sengun is going 12? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, like I said, once we're starting to, once it started going about 14-ish, that's when I'm like, all right, I don't know a lot of other people. Um, previous drafts, for some reason, I was, like, really into, like, all the way to, like, 30. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't, after that, I don't really know who's who. Like I said, James Booknight, that... You know, they were they were like projecting him to be like what between like seven to like twelve or something like that. So, so kind of, I've seen Book Knight projected as high as number six to Oklahoma City. Exactly, exactly. So you he can like him being here isn't that bad, but now like is there gonna be any like sleepers? Are there gonna be someone that's gonna be like, Oh, 
he's supposed to be here, but he's supposed to be there. Like, for example, what, two years ago, uh, Bobo was supposed to be, like, top 14, but then he went to, like, 30-something or 40-something, you know? Yeah. Same thing with um, uh, the guy on uh, uh, Michael Porter Jr. He was supposed to be, like, top five, and he dropped to 14th or something, like, so. Um, yeah. But I... I definitely think that there's not going to be like any big trades going in unless it's a Pascal Siakam. Oh, right. Because, you know, you figure that, you know, Kaminga was going to be who most teams took at number seven. So he would still, you know, Siakam for Wiggins, Kaminga at number 14 is just the same as, you know, Siakam for Wiggins seven and 14, right? I mean, It looks like the pick is almost in. Yeah, it is. See, this is the one team that could maneuver. You're absolutely right. Yeah, they're, they're they're the wild card. They're the other Simmons team as well. They, they, yeah. Toronto could do anything. Toronto could blow it up. Trade yeah. stock future stuff. That's they what could, I'm saying. They could pay Lowry and run it back and try to win. They could do a Simmons deal. There's all sorts of stuff in the Raptors. Really fascinating. It's definitely a wild card with them. Oh, pick us in, pick us in. All right. Okay, let's see who they go with. Hmm. I'm guessing that's not Shenzhen. It's not who you said it was. Um, I don't know who this is. I'm not even going to lie to you. Okay, yeah, the first thing out of their mouth, this is a surprise. I don't think he was seen as a lottery pick. Yeah. So that's really... Know, they, they always have one of those every year now, you know? Yeah, but it's like, again, it's like the Spurs who always draft well, right? So you look at it and they're like, okay, they clearly see something like that. I'm going to tell you, though, my ears are perking up right now because besides Bradley Beal, you know the one guy I am very interested in trading for from the Celtics? DeJounte Murray. Mm, yeah. Would they trade DeJounte Murray now? I think I so. What they would want back. Like, like, is Tristan Thompson a young player and next year's first-round pick enough for DeJounte Murray? I think, probably not. Yeah, probably not. What if we kicked in a couple of seconds? What if we kicked in a second young player? Like, I don't know. The thing is, you know, the Spurs have a lot of quantity on their roster. They probably need more quality. So it's like kind of tough to, you know, I don't know. It just depends if the Spurs kind of want to reset and, and, and move down to the standings level, which they probably should do. They're really a middle of the road team. Um, it, it doesn't have a path to contending in the West, especially if the Rosen leaves. So, um, yeah, they, they eventually you're going to need to do something. They may not want to until Pop retires, but they're going to have to reset at some point. They're going to have to do something. But, uh, yeah, I mean, DeJounte Murray would be intriguing. I don't know if this Primo guy's a – he might be a shooting guard. Like, I, Yeah, he's um, a guard. He's a 6'5 guard. Okay. So he only, he only scored, like, eight points a game. That's why I'm so confused. That's so weird. Um, that That's so weird. I, I don't uh, – I don't get that pick. Um, any – any – yeah, I don't know. Any idea on the Pacers? Um there's some interesting guys that have slipped. Uh, probably, um, probably Duarte. 
Duarte to the Pacers? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I don't think he's Because he's go. like – he's one he of the top go. guys. Yeah. So the thing with Duarte is he's seen as like a guy. He's 24. So his potential is maybe not what some of the other guys are, but it's like you can plug him in right now. He can play off your bench. He can shoot threes. He can defend. He's a quintessential, you know, kind of role player that you might want on a good team. So I don't think the Pacers are going to pick him, though. I think they're probably going to go a little bit, you know, that. And I think there's some guys with potential here. You look, Keon Johnson's a guy who's been talked as a lottery pick. Um, Kispert is still there. Um, you have the big men in Shengun and um, Kai Jones. Um, there's some interesting choices here for the Pacers. You know what? Some of it might depend on, you know, do they envision trading Miles Turner? Hmm. You know, if they trade Miles Turner, maybe they need a backup big guy and maybe they go that direction. But if they want to keep Turner, then maybe they go for more of a man. So, I don't know. I'm looking online just to see, you know, a couple things. And I see, like, people like, oh, uh, bring – the Aaron Fox to the to the Miami Heat so they can like be back uh uh so the Kentucky guys could be back together, him and Bam. And I'd be like, that is amazing. I would love that. It's uh it won't happen, but I'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so what you could offer Hero and a couple of picks, yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> yeah. That's now, not, not for a guy who's under contract. If a guy wants to steer his way to Miami, then sure. But um, not when you just signed a contract for one hundred and sixty-three million. Yeah, I mean Simmons for Fox would really kind of be a, a challenge trade of a couple of guys who are signed long term. So, I mean, I would love Fox too, but there's no way we have him. Fox, oh Fox, be so perfect. But there's no household Fox. Like six two, uh, six yeah, something like that. Somewhere between six one and six three. So six three, but yeah, that is fast. That's the thing. Yeah, he he's like John. He's like this generation's version of John Wall. Yeah, there's a guy who's like quick too from uh, what's his name from oh, the Pelicans. Oh, no, not in the draft. Okay, um, Pelicans. Uh, uh he just got drafted last year. Kira Lewis? Yeah, Kira Lewis, yeah. Kira Lewis he's, is going to get to – he's definitely going to be playing for the Pelicans, probably as a like, backup point guard this year. Yeah, especially so, because Longo – but what about Nikhil Alexander-Walker? What do you think? He's just a guard, like a shooting guard? I suspect that'll be their backcourt combo off the bench. Okay. Even maybe like a combo guard. They, they, they are, they're also a team that kind of goes up in the air as well of what they're going to do, too, because Lonzo could stay. He might leave. Lowry could go. Dimwitty. Like they have a whole bunch of people that they can go. Is Ingram going to stay? You know, there were some issues with that. I think so. My take would be Ingram stays um, and that they try and make a hard run at Lowry and they get Lowry. Mm-hmm. That would be my prediction. If they don't get Lowry, then – you know, it seems like they're done with Lonzo, which I really don't understand because I think Lonzo would fit well with Zion and he was a good player for them. So I don't get that. But um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess if they fall through on Lowry, then maybe they do get picked. Pick us in. Picks in. There it is. 
Okay, you're right. Okay, T, congratulations. You got that right. I got that wrong. Uh, I just I just felt just because, like, you know, I feel like there's a lot of things going on with, um, what's his dude name? The guard from, I can't, I don't know why I can't remember Malcolm. names today. I'm sorry? From Malcolm Brogdon? Yeah, Malcolm Brogdon. Like, he might be traded, he might not. We don't know what's going to happen with that guy. So, definitely, um, definitely a question of what's going on with him. I mean, I'd be down for Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe Malcolm Brogdon to the Pelicans if they want to trade. I mean, they have assets. They can, yeah. They, there's so much, there's so much stuff that could, uh, potentially happen. But, yeah, I mean, so clearly they wanted, um, I guess because they're losing like Doug McDermott and, you know, I don't know if Jeremy Lamb really panned out for them. And they had a lot of injuries last year. And I guess they just wanted a reliable dude. Especially because they brought in Rick Carlisle, who doesn't really, like, mess around with player development too much. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't want him to be our coach, because, um, and, well, there's some other dynamics at work as well, but I didn't think he would be with yet for our team. Um, so I guess taking the 20, take the 24-year-old, you plug him into your lineup, he plays, that's the end of it. You know, you don't really worry about the whole player development. It's just crazy how, like, there was such big, like, trade rumors about uh, Golden State, and they're going to have to select their picks, you know. It's not going to be, like, a big trade. Just like last year, same thing that happened. They to select their picks. And, and that's great for us because – I can tell you firsthand how, like, when you select a player in the draft, it's like driving a used car off the lot or a new car off the lot, I should say. Like, the value just drops right away. So, them making these picks is going to make, again, even if Bradley Beal wanted to even go there in the first place, like, it's going to be hard. They're not going to have as attractive a package now. So, Beal to the Celtics is getting easier by the minute. Um, But we'll see. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens with you know. What do you think that has going to happen with the Pelicans? I kind of rambled. I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I couldn't what hear you what you said. I'm it, you just you just uh, lagged out one more time. Uh, you know that's a, that you know just like the just like the the Toronto Raptors, you know their their futures cut up in the air as well. Um, obviously, probably a little bit more solidified than Toronto Raptors. Uh, but I think you know Ingram. Ingram might be traded. Lonzo's gone. They probably will have to pick somebody uh, for their uh, point guard position. And I think you know Lowry will be good. But I don't know. You know, I still don't know if Lowry would want to go there. You know, does he want to be like a, a Chris Paul? Is he as good as Chris Paul to kind of help the team? You know, and also Devin Booker is better than like Ingram in my eyes, at least, when it comes to scoring and stuff like that. So it just depends on it. And then Lonzo, not Lonzo, uh, Williamson is only 6'6", as opposed to someone who's 7'1", in um, DeAndre Aiden. You know, like, it's, just, it's it's not the same, you know. It's not the same thing when it comes to comparably trying to go from the Suns, like, trying to become the Suns. You can't become the Suns because you don't have, you know, the capacity, the facilities to do that because everyone's either short or not that 
great of a scorer when it comes to it, even though Ingram's still a good scorer. Um, but, you know, I think that they need to – I think that they got Jonas Valanciunas, which was actually, in my eyes, really good because he can, you know, space the floor while – well, what you call it goes down low or vice versa if, you know, he gets a better shot. I don't know if he's going to get a better shot or not, honestly. All right. It looks like the pick is in. Craig, I'm going to guess Kispert. What about you? Kispert? Uh, it, is, uh, it is not him. Interesting. Okay. Wow. What is what – is, see, now these are surprises. Yeah. Oh, Moses Moody. Yeah. Oh, that's not, that's not a bad pick, though. That's not a bad pick at all. I saw him as high as number eight. Yeah. So that's so, a I mean, good pick for, for Golden State. I mean, so that that's their, their backup behind Clay. Um, I, I like that pick a lot. I think that's good value. And, and they've got a guy behind Clay that maybe in the regular season can, um, you know, you play him a bunch and, you know, kind of relieve the – and he, you know, again, from a trade standpoint, you know, he's probably going to have more value than some of these guys. But see, so yeah, I think the Pelicans, I think they will sign Lowry. I think they're going to be, they're going to be poor man sons. They're not going to be the sons, but they'll be poor man sons. They'll make the playoffs, but they're not going to make any kind of serious run. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And hopefully, you know, hopefully Ingram goes to Miami. If he doesn't, then he will stay there. <laughs> yeah no I, I feel you I, I know you do want Ingram and who knows maybe they do look at the shooting of Duncan Robinson and say hey we, we, we prefer that yeah hero and some other kind of thing you know from Miami but uh, I don't know I don't think that's gonna happen though. I think I think they'll keep their team as is um, I think they'll they'll maybe work it into a sign-in trade so that they can pay Josh Hart to keep him um Keep his cap hold and work that out, and then Hart could start in, in the shooting guard and all that. So, um, yeah, I mean, do you have any picks on Moody before we? I know you've got to go in a second. But. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, they just said that he checks all the boxes: defensively, shooting, he has intangibles, you know, player. So, I mean, hey, like. I think he could be a backup. You know, I don't think you know what's his name, Jordan Poole, and you know the other guys are going to be that great. So he'll probably be able to like surpass them if you know he's actually that good. But it's it's just you know it's cool and unfortunate at the same time that you know Golden State has to pick their players. I'm sure that the the guys that they have, uh, Steph, Clay, Draymond, is probably not too happy about having all these young players because they want a win now. Uh, yeah. team. They're not going to be thrilled, and it is, you know, they were really hoping for a trade. And, and, but, but at the same exact time, like, who? You know? They're hard to pull off. I mean, look, look, I mean, we saw that, too, and it ended up being terrible timing because it's like, if we had, you know, a, a Kings pick and a Memphis pick right now, instead of them turning into Neesmith and Langford, we'd be right in the mix for Beal. You exactly. know, even, even, you know, when you look at the package, right there, we wouldn't be so reliant on Beal having to say like, okay, I'm only resigning in Boston. And that's, cause that's the only way we're going to get him. And I think that's going to happen, but like, it, we're going to have to sweat it out a little more and give up all of our own picks. And really, really the timing worked out terribly because the year we ran out of future picks is the year we're going to start looking at trading something. So just terrible timing. Um, yeah. What we're going to do 
sometimes things don't work out. Is there anything you're looking at with the rest of the draft that kind of picks your eye before we? Uh, just my yeah. Uh, my biggest thing is just I want I want some I want some cool trades. You know, obviously I want Miami to kind of bring in. You want Miami to buy a second rounder? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it talk, you know, that's just the owner's money, right? So who yeah. wouldn't? So definitely feel you there. Um, all right, Washington's picking, and, and then I guess if we don't have anything else, we can wrap up. Uh, I'm actually going to head out. Okay. All right. Sounds good, T. Thanks all right, for man. And we'll catch up Thanks soon. for having me. We'll definitely talk more about it a little later. All right. See all right, you later. So, wait, what? They're, they're doing something with Terrence Clark. Oh yeah. That's awesome. I'm. I'm glad they're doing that. That's awesome. Definitely. All right. I'll catch you later. All right, Ben. All right. See ya.